Good morning. Welcome to Purifying Truths with A Star. Hope everybody is having a fabulous Saturday. Today we have the pleasure of having Mr. Anthony Mitchell with us. For those of you who are not familiar with Mr. Mitchell, he's an entrepreneur, a motivational speaker, and an author. But what's most unique about Mr. Mitchell is that he's what we call a no sweat soldier. Yes, you heard me right. A no sweat soldier. We'll talk more about it in just a little bit. Welcome to Purifying Truths, Anthony. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Amelia. I am so happy to be here and honored that you allowed me to be on your show. Thank you. You're more than welcome. It is a pleasure and honor to have you on. We're going to go ahead and get started. I let the audience know that you are a no sweat soldier. Now, you are a warrior who has overcome numerous obstacles throughout your life. But the one that we're going to zone in on to start with, at least, is that you were born with a unique disease, H-E-D. Please tell us what it is. Sure. Uh, HED, uh, which is the long version hypohydrotic ectodermal dysplasia, which is a short version HED. It's mm -hmm. a rare genetic condition that I was born with that uh, one of the symptoms, of course, is absence of sweat glands. I've never been able to sweat. As a, and, and as a matter of fact, the doctors, very little was known about it. And they didn't really expect me to live past a teenager. They just told my parents that you know, we're not, uh, we're not sure he has a possibility of not living past a teenager. And, uh, you know, God said different, of course. And, uh, I, you know, I, I'm standing before you, uh, 53 years old. So it's been a long journey. <laughs> Absolutely. We are so glad that you have joined us and that the doctors were wrong. Truly, God has the final say. Now, as you were growing up, not able to sweat, I've never heard of such a thing. Describe to us what it was like and what challenges did you face not having what we seem to think is, you know, we take it for granted. We think it's just natural not having the ability to sweat. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Um, well, some of the challenges, one of them, like, you know, some of them I can think of is when I was younger, you know, the summer months are the hardest time of the year for me. And growing up, uh, going to the local public pool, if not running through the sprinklers through your front yard, like a lot of us did. I mean, that was or uh, otherwise other than sitting in the house under the A.C. So that was my biggest and enjoyable times were being out side in the water. So I remember of times of uh, going to the public pool and I had to uh, walk. In the beginning, we lived not far, but then we eventually moved a little farther. So I would walk to the to the uh, public pool mm -hmm. and I would try to find every shade tree and I would stop at that shade tree for a few moments. And then I go to the next shade tree and then the next tree. See, now that's how I well, you know, a lot of times got from one place to the other or, you know, sometimes I try to push the envelope and just try to go, you know, and keep going until I got too hot. But that allowed me to or finding somewhere to get a little water on me or water hose somewhere along the way. You know, some of the vacant, uh, you know, apartments that were, um, you know, going through the projects to the pool. Mm -hmm. I would uh, 
turn on the faucet there and wet myself up. And it was just whatever I could do to get to that, basically that safe haven in, in the pool or into some water or closer to a cooler environment. You know, I did whatever I could to, you know, keep myself cool. Mm-hmm. And so what would happen or what happened if you got too hot? Well, <clears throat> the doctor said I would I could possibly have a seizure, um, you know, and that could, of course, cause a lot of problems, brain damage, things like that. Thank God I've never got any more than my temperature getting very hot. And God only knows what my temperature was at that time, at those mm-hmm. times growing up. And and my eyes would get red. And uh, I mean, I would just cry like a baby, basically. I would go to ball and I mean, it was just something unbearable that mm-hmm. I don't know if you could ever understand unless you're actually, you know, it pretty much in that type of, uh, you know, having to deal with that, walk in my shoes, I guess, in other words. Understood. You know, um, understanding that sweat does cool the body and that's what it's meant to do. So it seems as though anything could get you overheated. And like you said, especially in the summer months, have you ever questioned or wondered or was angry? You know, why me? Why do why do I get this portion in life? Well, you know, when I was younger and not knowing, yeah, you know, those thoughts did go through my mind and, you know, and I would question my parents about it. But of course, there wasn't very, not information out there. But, you know, uh, you know, we were brought up in church and we were always taught God would never put no more on you than you can handle, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, and he knows what we're able to handle. So, you know, even though it was tough and more, I became more you know, building a closer relationship with God as I begin to get older and everything, I begin to know that, you know, he got me, you know, through so many challenges before this. So I, I, I'll be okay, you know, and I always continue to pray, you know, that that's definitely kept me molded in a, you know, very supportive family as well. Mm-hmm. So understanding that uh, standing on God's word and your supportive family gave you the strength to overcome, you know, questioning and just accepting. But, you know, you could be accepting on the outside and on the inside still be having um, a pity party or, you know, still being resentful or angry with the world. But that's not you. You are actually overcoming the hurdles of life and turning those obstacles into stepping stones where you're helping motivate others to a face um, to face their adversities or challenges or whatever they may have in their way. Explain how you did that. That is so phenomenal. Well, if I could break it down to you, I mean, I could go on and on. Um, from challenges to challenges, dealing with no sweat glands growing up in, in, in Texas, you know, where it gets very humid, it was very tough, you know, finding my first job and, and being able to try to find jobs that I could work in the environment, uh, you know, so outdoors were kind of pretty much off limits unless I'm around water and being in the water. So, you know, it, it was very tough. But I must say, um, I was fortunate and blessed to be able to get my first job, a local grocery store, and knowing that it's cool inside 
and you have freezers and everything in there. When I got hired and started working, you know, uh, I just know that I was happy to have the job and pushing the groceries out to customers, uh, cars and everything. So this was my first job and experiencing that. So it didn't dawn on me till well in less little under an hour of being there that, you know, I feel like that there's got to be a way to keep cooler because as soon as I would come back in to get cooled off, I would be right back out. You know, I'm kind of jumping a little tangent because I said that to say this, every challenge that I've had in my life from my very first job to walking to the public pool to keep cool, you know, God blessed me to be able to overcome those. And there was always a way, you know, and, and then of course there are things that happen and you know that God has been with you through those other challenges that he'll get you through this. You know, when I was about 25 years old, I lost my left eye from a, a stray bullet and a, a, when I was and and you know, they had to eventually remove my, remove my left eye after multiple surgeries. So going through that, you know, and, and so I knew that although none of these things were expected, especially the gunshot wound and losing my left eye, being at the wrong place at the wrong, wrong time, I have to think back of all the things that he's blessed me to be able to overcome, you know, because I don't, I, there's no doubt in my mind that I feel that God gets us through things because he's preparing us for something, you know, and only he knows what that is. I honestly believe that. And mm -hmm. I could go on and on to this is why to answer your question, <clears throat> every challenge that I've had in my life, God has blessed things to work out. And maybe I'm sure many of us can say this because we're still here, you know, and we we're reveling through the pandemic. And and, you know, so that's my uh, my motivation is standing on God's word, you know, and. And just, um, you know, getting the support that you're able to get from family and, and friends. But definitely, most importantly, is standing on God's word. Absolutely. That is powerful. And he is a way maker and we all have purpose. And I love how you not only recognize that, but you use that day to day as you share your story on so many platforms. I've seen write-ups in the newspaper and so many interviews, but you know, I also see that you wrote a book and it's called No Sweat. Why did you write that? Oh, my book that that's actually my second book. You know, I, I'm not oh. many remember my first book was when I was just getting my feet wet and, uh, and, uh, you know, writing about my life. I feel like I had in the beginning, I felt like right after college, I felt like I had a unique story. I really want to hopefully be able to inspire somebody. You know, I tell some of my couple of my classmates here and there. So that was my first book. And I published that and uh, self-published that in 2012. And then probably approximately right around 2019, uh, uh, No Sweat, that title just kind of basically catapults me from talking about the, the challenges I had growing up and, you know, and some of the things I've had to overcome and some of the disappointments and, and all of that to no sweat where I actually talk about 
approaching challenges in my life as if they were no sweat as I've lived my life and my journey living with no sweat glands. Mm. So the, you know, each book has a, a story and uh, of living with no sweat glands. And I, you know, I wanted to tell that. So that's how no sweat came about. And I, I'm not through writing. So. Oh, wow. Amazing. Now you inspire so many others. Um, who inspires you? Oh man. Um, there's so many that inspire me. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely always inspired by, uh, you know, God has blessed me so much. It would go without even saying that, uh, you know, how he's inspired me from as I began to learn more. But as, a, as I grew up in my household, my father was an entrepreneur and my siblings. I was always inspired by my siblings, my older brother to my younger brother to hmm. my older sister. Uh, they they've inspired me. You know, we were all athletic in sports and everything. And then uh, they they always went far and beyond. Uh, my older brother, <clears throat> excuse me, he was uh, one of the leading football players on his high school football team until uh, uh, high school football. Until he blew his knee out, he had a pretty uh, rough time with that. And then my younger brother. He was one of the, uh, he was leading there too. You know, he was doing real well in that. And my sister was one of the first uh, black females to get a full four-year scholarship to a major university. Uh, mm. If I remember correctly, yeah, coming out of high school, that was many years ago. But that, so it was just a lot of the things that I saw from my siblings and from my dad and my mom <clears throat> that inspired me. Uh, so it, it definitely kept me going. You know, they kept me, kept me inspired and kept me motivated. And then growing up in a household, you know, um, uh, knowing that you keep God first and, you know, all things are possible, you know, it, it kept us going. Understood. Understood. And so you are surrounded by your family who also inspires you. What a blessing. Now from, are you the only one in the family that has HED? Yes, I am. I'm the only one that, uh, that was diagnosed with the condition. Mm -hmm. It's a rare, as I was younger, I mean, when I was getting ready to go to college, I actually, we eventually went to go to, went to college in Seattle, Washington from Texas, you know, and that's another long story for another show, but, I eventually ended up at the Art Institute of Seattle and I found out about uh, learning more about my condition there because there was actually a, a hospital that actually had a genetics department that actually gave me a lot more information that I knew from uh, most of 20 some odd years of my childhood growing up. So from probably right around 25 years and on, I was able to get uh, the five years or probably about eight years I was there, I was able to learn a lot more. But um, mm. that that Children's Hospital of uh, Seattle, Washington, yes, that's where I found out a lot more. It's been very helpful over the years. Mm -hmm. So from your day-to-day -day life, as you um, go throughout your routines of, you know, day-to-day, -day, how are you mm -hmm. affected by this? Well, um, it's not that, it's not tough now because... Always, uh, you know, my brothers, uh, even though, I, like I say, he's supportive, but he's he's always, always tough on me, my, especially my older brother and my little brother. But growing up, 
uh, I would go from, you know, from my car in the AC to the house to the AC or wherever I'm going. If I'm outside doing anything other than that, I would, uh, you know, I would come out of it, you know, as, as early as I wanted to. So it wasn't it's, it wasn't tough as I got older and as an adult. It's those times when you have to uh, be out in a long period of time, maybe when you didn't have a vehicle or, or there's no public transportation. We didn't have that in my hometown growing up. So, but as long in, in, in the time that I'm having to be in the heat, especially now knowing, knowing more about it and able to control how long I be in it, that mm-hmm. I'm in, that I'm in it, it's not that bad for me, but definitely there are those days when you, when you're not able to get to that location that you need to be in sooner than you would like, because I can be out in the heat. And maybe 10 minutes may seem like a lifetime in the heat when I'm not able to be able to, you know, cool myself down soon enough. So but uh, like I say, that's when I have to be in it, Mm -hmm. you know, and there are times when I have to be in it. I just know I have to, you know, get out of it as soon as I can. So but it's tough. It's tough. But I thank God that that, um, you know, I'm still here and I know he's making a way and. And I've been able to stumble upon some things that actually make it a little easier for you. Cooling products uh, that you can wear from jackets to shirts that they actually. So there's an investment in that from major uh, companies that are mm-hmm. aware of this because there weren't a lot of children growing up or it wasn't diagnosed. But now there are a lot more out there. Mm hmm. You know, I'm, I'm running into families on Facebook. There is groups, uh, rare genetics and rare condition groups where children that have the same condition I have. And there are mothers that ask me questions are because they're not knowing they may not have noticed me yet because I'm, I'm trying to be more visible. And if I can give any advice, but I've actually run into a couple and they were asking me questions and I was able to tell them. Because I wish I'd had someone I could talk to that actually been through, but there was nobody, you know, right. no one. Sometimes I would wonder if they actually believe how hot I am, mm-hmm. you know, or it's not that hot out here. What do you mean? I've had those questions that were brought to me. So, you know, but uh, it, it's very fulfilling that I can actually give some advice to, uh, you know, mothers that are inquiring or fathers that are inquiring about things that they're dealing with their child with HED. So it's, it's, it's definitely encouraging. Absolutely. You know, um, as we progress in society, many things have evolved and certainly the cooling cloths um, help us all. But I think we don't mm-hmm. appreciate it as much as you do, um, seeming that wow. it's a, a desire for us, but a necessity for you. Um, as mm-hmm. we have talked in the past, I hear you speak about the passion of persistence. And I want you to kind of explain what you mean by that phrase, the passion of persistence. Sure. I, I feel that uh, whatever your condition is, it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, with no sweat glands as myself, but whatever your condition is, whether you're an amputee or you're someone that has some challenges, whatever they may be, Mm-hmm. And if you're persistent, I feel keeping God first. If you're persistent, I feel and you understand, <clears throat> you understand your passion. I feel like that things actually, you know, 
come into play for you where you're able to get through them, you know, and there may be others that may be more, they may be able to assist you. Uh, so understanding the passion of persistence was something that I, I felt that kind of portrayed it, but even more, uh, another, uh, phrase that came to me was, you know, um, <clears throat> I was born with no sweat, you know, and I approached challenges in my life as if there were no, as if they were no sweat. And as a journey that I've had in my life to date, you know, I've lived with no sweat glands. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they both kind of, I feel like kind of intertwine with each other in a sense, mm -hmm. but uh, understanding the passion of persistence, that phrase kind of, you know, kind of speaks for itself, you know, understand your passion and then you'll be able to get through with your persistence. Right. Never, ever give up. Um, and we're so glad that you didn't give up, that you're here not only, um, you know, for your friends and family, but that you're able to inspire and motivate those that have HED and those of us that don't. You know, everyone faces obstacles in life. And sometimes when you see someone that has something that you don't have, it motivates you to push even harder because you think if they can do it, I can do it too. And I love that you have the no sweat, you know, um, like basically no big deal, you know, easy peasy, no sweat. Love it because that's how we have to approach life's challenges and adversities in order to be an overcomer, which you are. Speaking of overcoming, you are not just living with HED. You are not just an author that has written two books, but you also, from what I understand, do poetry as well. Yes, I do. That's actually poetry was something that I did way when I was a teenager. Yes, mm. I would write poems. Um, uh, yes, I would write poems. And there were little girls that I may have had a crush on. I would write a poem and slip it in their locker. And, uh, you know, and I was too shy to even say who I was. So I would just. Uh, superhero at the time was uh, Superman. So I would uh, uh, label myself as Superman and I would, that was the way. And then of course, just writing about everything, it, it allowed me to build on that. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually as I got older, I, I began to write more uh, uh, inspirational poetry. And I have one here, if I'm able to recite it, if that Please. would be okay. Yes, uh, one of my uh, poem that I've written uh, not long ago is forgiveness. How can I say I love God and not my brother whom I see every day? Whatever the reason being does not justify it in any way. We've been taught to forgive, especially those who hurt us. So go deep inside yourself and remove anger, passion and bitterness. We must recognize unforgiveness as we've read can destroy your soul. I've had no, I, I have no idea how others feel, but to me, that's all I need to know. There's no way to receive the blessings of God, which are promised to us in his scripture. Forgiveness should be a consistent prayer, which has been available since our very birth. Forgiveness isn't always easy to do. However, the rewards or beyond our worthiness. For all God's sacrifice for us, it's no choice in walking in such emptiness. 
forgiveness. Wow. Uh, that is dynamic. Oh my goodness. You. And you could just feel the words. Certainly we all have been in a place where we don't want to forgive, but we have to. We have to. And through your words, you've shown us why and made it very clear. Absolutely appreciate you sharing that with us, Anthony. Tell oh, us what's welcome. next. Oh, uh, as far as my, my journey. Yes. Yes. Oh, man, uh, music. You know, I have an associate's degree in music business. Oh. Uh, years ago, right out of college, I used to promote a lot of local artists. But my poetry eventually morphed into songwriting. So uh, in college, for my college project, I wrote, I got familiar, I got, uh, went to a live, see a live band, got real close to uh, one of the musicians there. He was a, he was an artist and he was a blues artist. So got, got real close to him and we became real close friends. And I used two songs that he produced for me for my college project when I graduated. Uh, the two songs was, one was uh, the blues song, because I was writing for him. Mm -hmm. It was a blues song called She Took It All, uh, one of them, and the other one was Wonder Man. Uh, he was going through a, a, a divorce at the time, and he was just telling me about all the things that he was having to deal with. And I, that, that, that poem came about, about She Took It All, where he didn't have much after you know, everything was uh, the finalization of the divorce. So that's how that poem came about. But that was in that song, I should say. Mm -hmm. But uh, yes, so music is definitely on, on something that I'm really, really working on. Uh, I just can't spread myself too damn doing too many things at one time. But yes, it's definitely something that's coming here, hopefully within the next year or so. Wonderful, wonderful. We definitely look forward to hearing, you know, lyrics that you're putting together for your music as well as your next book. When will that be out? Do you have any idea? Yes, my I'm working on an inspirational poetry book. So that one is going to be out. Um, hopefully the next uh, next couple of months, I should be able to put the final touches on that. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I haven't come up with my title. I had one in mind, but I haven't really stapled it, but it's just a lot of my inspirational poetry that I have a lot of it. So I just want to put the, uh, you know, uh, try to uh, draw the line somewhere where I can stop because I, I want to do more inspirational poetry books. Understood. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, there you have it. You've heard it from Anthony himself. No matter what life throws your way, approach it. No sweat because you can overcome it as he did and does. Please tell the audience, how can they connect with you? How can they purchase your um, books and stay in contact with you? Sure, they can reach me by email if you like at anthonymitchellauthor at gmail.com. You can catch me on Facebook uh, Anthony Mitchell Author Inspires, Anthony Mitchell Inspires, or my other page no sweat shop and you can also catch me on instagram time to shine 68 that's t-i-m-e two t-o time to shine 68 and uh twitter not over for me yet is my name on twitter 
and Anthony Mitchell on LinkedIn. And, uh, you know, those platforms, you can find me on those. Wonderful, wonderful. We will definitely be checking you out. You mentioned something about the sweatshop, and I just wanted to throw in, you not only have books that you provide to inspire. I believe that when I was on there, I saw t-shirts with motivational sayings and such as well. Yes, I have customized design t-shirts that I've come up with, with phrases and uh, snippets of some of my poetry on there. Also, right. greeting cards. I do inspirational. You know, I prayed in the beginning that God blessed me with the gifts he's given me to praise his name in each of them. So my book were my testimony, my poetry, my T-shirts, uh, my love for poetry, more my T-shirts, my greeting cards and my framed poetry. And, uh, you know, and music, of course, which I pray in God that he pulls that together in a timely manner. That, But those those are the things right now. But hey, God God only knows what else he has in store other That's than what right. I've given you now. <laughs> That's right. Well, please, please, please check out Anthony Mitchell on his platforms. Give him some support. Those of you that purchase the book, that read the book, not only purchase it, but leave a review from one author talking to another reviews are more important than the finances that come with purchasing the book so please leave a review thank you so much anthony for joining purifying truths thank you thank you and you can get my books on amazon too i'm sorry amazon.com you can find living without sweat glands and no sweat so there we go all right wonderful we will definitely check you out Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for tuning in to Purifying Truths with A Star. Tune in every Saturday for exciting new guests who illuminate the world in various facets of life. You can connect with A Star on Facebook and Instagram at Facets of A Star. Website www.facetsofastar. Shine bright. <laughs>